T-Mags and Aunt Pat, two best friends who love to chat. Oh, what it's like to be an ant, those who ant, those who ant. Hello, and thank you for listening to Those Who Ant, the podcast that helps you see the world through ant-colored glasses. I'm Auntie Mags. I'm Aunt Pat. Oh, Pat. Yeah. Very soothing tones you're coming in with today. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. What's going on? Well, I went to a baby shower. <gasps> you did? I did. Oh, oh, my God. Isn't it fun to think that people we know are still having babies? It's wild because, um, you know, I'm well past my cutoff. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's um, it's virility it, when it's all around you, yeah. you know? It's like if you're in the forest and you're a tree and you've been there for a minute and then the other trees, you know, you see the nuts fall, the seeds, the nuts fall. And then that's they, how women get pregnant in the first place. Right. And then the, you know, the, then you see the acorn. Oh, that's what I was trying to think of acorn. <laughs> then they, anyway, I don't me. know what you're losing me. I lost myself <laughs> at least three sentences ago, uh-huh, but it was uh-huh. just so great. And it was nice to see people. And, you know, I have a conflicted feeling about, you know, bringing life into a world that's uh, the current one where, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, good for you. If, if you are, that's so terrific. You know what? You're an optimist and we need more of that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's true. Right. Uh, you know, I, I feel similarly when I go to, anytime I go to a baby shower, I'm like, are we all supposed, do we have to all be here? And I listen, I love people. I love babies. I love that people want to throw parties for other women. I just think it's so dumb. <laughs> Forgive me for saying this world. I listen, I love you. I love your babies. I don't necessarily love your showers because it's just a pain in the whole can to try and figure out what am I going to wear to this thing? And then I have to guess things like how many inches your baby's going to be. And then people like do disgusting things like melt oh. a Snickers in a diaper. And we oh. got to all pretend that's okay. Well, that didn't happen at this one. Oh, you, thank God. This was very, this was at a bar in the parking okay. lot of a bar. So, you know, it was very, um, it was just like a get together. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm i glad that it wasn't like that. I don't, I don't, I don't want to guess baby's lengths. Yeah. And maybe they should always be at a bar now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, uh, they should. They should. I'm telling you. Anyway, yeah, maybe, was, yeah. Maybe I've gone to too many Midwestern baby showers you know i mean i've been to that one one time i yeah. got um a boo-boo bunny from one have you ever seen this you make it out of a um a, like a wash rag you ever made one of these boo-boo bunnies no okay but i would love to hear what it is well i'll tell you exactly we all made our own boo-boo bunny because you know i guess adults need um activities it's very infantilizing but maybe that's uh par for the course for a baby shower but it's very infantilizing for women have to be like and now here's a craft project so you don't eat each other I don't know, um, but you make, you take a, like a, you know, a wash rag, you know, the little wash rag. That's what my uh-huh. grandma called them. You know, the little towel from the bathroom and then you a, take that washcloth. Okay. Oh, different. A, a wash rag works. Okay. I, now in my world, wash rag is what you like dust with and clean uh, with, but most of my world is about cleaning. So, so you take a wash rag and you mm-hmm. fold it and I can't remember how you fold it, but you turn it around and around. And when you do it, it makes like a little hole in the middle, but then little bunny ears. And then you put googly eyes on it and use ribbon to tie little ears. And what you do is you put some ice in it when you have a boo-boo. Now I'm going to tell you something. God bless. It was a craft and I did leave with it. Oh, you had to keep it? Oh, you made your own and kept your own. 
It's not even for the baby? <laughs> oh, doing? no. It's for adult women who have a boo-boo bunny. <laughs> now, I got to tell you what's going to work better. A bag of frozen peas. Frozen peas. Well, you know, there's never peas in my house because I can't stand peas. But but you should have them for an emergency. Is... What if Actually, you fall? you're right. There's not that many frozen vegetables, but I do have ice packs on hand. Yeah. But like, that's what I'm saying. It's just, you know, people can just socialize. They're not going to go nuts on each other. But maybe a lot of baby showers, it's, oh, this is my, you know, my cousin, uh, Varna, who is, you know, has a tick and we can't have her in the same place as, you know, Lewis because Lewis is a toucher or whatever, you know, where you have to keep people's hands busy or they don't know each other well or they don't like each other. This was like everyone kind of liked each other. So you didn't need okay. a lot of activity to take everyone's mind off the fact that okay. they were close together. Yeah. That's great. That's great. And whoever Lewis is should stop being invited to family parties. Don't you know, we the think? The name just rolled right off of my brain because <laughs> we, right, doesn't it? And God bless you. If you listen to this and your name's Lewis, you're, oh, how great for you. That's nice. Also, something about that name really sends me in a direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I thought what I thought you were going to say is if your name is Lewis, you've seen and you loved, but you did not say that. Oh, I didn't because I'm just not sure. Oh, sp- oh, speaking of, and you kind of touched on this uh, uh, last week a little bit. I just want to say, if you are listening to this and you live in one of those states where people are trying to make it um, so that you can't say what you really are, uh, we love you and, uh, you know, we support you and we'll say gay. We say gay a lot on this podcast, don't we? Oh, a ton, yeah. a ton. And I think, you know, I think this might backfire. Because, you know, it's a lot of like, um, you know, giant old white assholes who are saying these things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, kids aren't really into that. So I yeah. think it might actually end up working out. Now, of course, if I'm saying this and you're hearing it, you're thinking, well, God, the clock's a ticking. The world's catching fire. I yeah. wish it would work out sooner rather than later. And you're right. But I do think that kids are going to say, oh, did you say not to say gay? That's interesting because I just changed my name. To gay. to gay, yeah, to yeah, to I'm gay, you're gay, they're gay. Who cares? Uh, so at any rate, yeah, boy, you know what, Canada, can't, they're not taking us, right? They're yeah, not they're taking not applications. Taking okay. No. All right. Anyways, we've been talking for a long time, but I just wanted to get out uh, out of the way. Uh, if you're gay sure. or any 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 member of the uh, Alphabet Mafia, as it as I guess it's called, um, so we fun. support you so much and we love you and we'll send you $5. Give us, send us, shoot us an email at those who oh. at gmail.com and we'll send you $5. Send it to Megs. I would love to. I'll send it to you an IOU. Yeah. Or just, yeah, I'll just do it. I'll send, I'll send $5 for both right. of us. Right. Um, but you know who I would love to introduce to this oh, podcast? I think so. I bet you know. Cause they're breathing down my neck. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they are? I don't know. I just see the face the right- and I'm thinking like, thinking- oh. I don't know. <laughs> but breathe it, I, not in a bad way. I know we use that as a bad way, but breathing down my neck in a good way where, you know, if you're, oh, you know when you go to a haunted house? Oh, no, and, that's not a good thing. Well, you me. don't go. Yeah, you no. have a, you know, those pictures of people, I've done this before, where you get scared, so you all hunched on each other, and mm-hmm. this is your friend, and you feel the hot breath on your neck, and it's good because you're less scared. I, that doesn't make me feel calm. That's it doesn't? worse. Oh, no. I don't know. It feels like they're right there. Could be closer yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that that's, I don't, I don't, you know, I can't just mentally even imagine myself in that space of a, right. of a haunted house. I will, I will not. I'm a well, you're going to have to then trust me. It would really soothe you. Hey, I trust you more than anyone. Okay. Uh, All right. right. Somebody's hot breath on my neck. Okay. Right. Okay. 
If you say so, I trust you with my whole life. Well, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, mostly ladies, but however you identify, please welcome to the podcast, Aunt Bets. Bets, how are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Sounds like you're both doing well. Uh, we're doing good. We're doing well. You, uh, you know what? Fair to middling, but yeah, I'll take yeah. it. Right yeah. now, you know seeing you so much better. Yeah. Right now, fair to middling. That's. I mean, the bar. The bar has changed, my friends. That's the bar true. has changed. Yeah. So, how you doing? You know, uh, not thinking of jumping out of or off of anything. That's real <sighs> good right now. That's You're right. Good. Sorry, that was not a good way to come in there. But I'm. I'm just trying oh. to say you. You're doing well. You know. You know what we say on this podcast, Bets, is that, you know, always come in with your truth. So, yeah. if, I mean, we've never said that out loud, but I think it's implied, right? Always come in with your truth. Yeah. It's like, here's, here's the thing. If you go to Los Angeles and it's 55 degrees out, mm-hmm. people are going to say it's a cold day. You right. go to Chicago a day like that, people got their shorts on, mm-hmm. they're, they're running, they're skateboarding. They almost can't believe they got such a nice day. I'm saying right now, we got kind of a Chicago heat bar for having a good day okay wow that's wise wow that's wise for a minute i had w uh ggn you you reminded me of tom skillet yeah oh, oh my god i love tom skillet yeah it's oh. an amazing thing to say thank you that was such a great thing you know i bet meteorologists would love to have that um stitched on something you know metaphors or whatever about the weather I bet they would. I bet, you know, and they could sell uh, merch. That's a big thing now. They could, they could meteorologist merch rolls off. It doesn't roll off the tongue, but it's, it seems like your, your MM store. Yeah. Oh, you know, isn't that interesting? Because, you know, I feel like the local news now, a lot of people don't watch it because it, it does feel like um, there's a gas leak often when you watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I find it fascinating. And I'm surprised there's not more you know, kind of hometown um, anchor merchandise, you know, like a little pin that says, you know, if you have a a, a news anchor that's like Cindy, you know, um, Cindy Hula Hoop or whatever, you know, they they don't have more pins with a little face on them or whatever. Right? Because it's an immediate, you're in the club. Do you remember in Chicago, I I know you guys travel a lot, but like in Chicago, there was a point where they broke the city into 312 and 773, the area codes. And there was a point where, you could see people with hats and t-shirts that said 312 on them. And it was Whoa. like, yeah, here, here I am. I'm in this little club. And I don't know why local news teams have not been, you know, capitalizing on it that way. Because you could, you travel and then like, oh, I know where you're from. You got a, you got a Rene Poussant t-shirt. You must be from the DC suburbs. Wow. Yeah. That sounds like somebody who's an international spy. Doesn't oh, it? Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm, excuse me, Poussant. Now, you know, I think that's great. But boy, I bet she had a tough childhood. Yeah. You think? Maybe. A little, well, a little Unless, bit at a certain age yeah. when they learn the yeah. one word. You that's, know what I mean? That's, oh, you're right. That's true. Because, you know, when I, I only knew her as an, as a, as an icon briefly when I lived in the DC area and you think mm-hmm. that is a beautiful and talented woman, her life must've been great, but you're right. I bet there was some childhood, uh, I'm going to call it character building because she seemed to come out of it. Okay. Right. But yeah. And that maybe that very, uh, difficulty, you know, since I entered perimenopause, I have been having kind of oh. mystical moments and that just happens sometimes, but I bet oh, wow. it, yeah, it broke me open in the best possible way. People yeah. are always, yeah. Okay. So Bets, you're yeah. going to need to talk about mainly perimenopause now because 
I, it's so important. We got to get the word out. You know, I've ranted and raved on this podcast before about HPV when I had it and you found out no one knew about it because I think I was one of the first people who had it. I might have been, you know, that one of the first in Wuhan. Yeah, I think I was. I think I was one of the first originators of HPV. At least that's the vibe I got. Wuhan? Did you say in Wuhan? Well, you know how the bat, the well, analogy. one of the bats, yeah, okay. one of the bats in Wuhan tank. Or the, yeah, or the, uh, at the market, the bat or the, uh, like an armadillo Yeah, the Wuhan market. That's where yeah, they Wu-Tang had it is for, Wu-Tang is forever. Yes, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Cash rules everything around me. I Listen. feel like our metaphors have split a little bit, but I am enjoying it. So. Well, I'm back because it, because we went into, we veered into hip hop. You lost me at other things, but, and you know, I, you know, I, I should see myself out of this conversation because no, not at all, not well, at all. I don't have the work, the inner workings anymore. So, oh, oh, you know, well, is that not kind of a, it's like, I'm here in perimenopause. You're kind of a Zen master then like you're, you're beyond it entirely. I'm, I'm uh, easing my way out the door and you're like, excuse me, I'm already a building over. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I got a key card and I'm just, I'm roaming freely. You can but do wherever you want. Yeah, yeah, but I will say I, my ovaries is still in there. So I haven't gone through any kind of menopausal uh, situation just yet. They took everything else. That um, is but, beyond. I mean, that yeah. seems like the ideal situation. Get rid of the uterus, keep the ovaries. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Who knew what I needed them there for, but that they're, they're in there. So is it that, I haven't looked into it. Do our ovaries leave? Like they are they ejected, and that's why we go into menopause. Do they get smaller? Do they, they get shrink shot and fall right out? out? They just yeah. get shot right out. Okay, right. I didn't. I I really don't know how it works. I don't understand. It's a no, real Pat, mystery honey, down I'm there. Kidding. It's the they, cauldron. Yeah, it definitely is. Oh God, I just saw a thing on. Uh, you know, Josie put me on uh, Instagram sometimes, and I just saw a thing of. Um, they were showing men pictures of a women's uh, of women's body parts, and they were like, "Hey." can you find the clitoris? And then mm-hmm. men were like, I think it's here. And almost every single one of them pointed straight to the urethra. And I'm oh. like, God, <laughs> I wonder what that would feel like. That is How, I, it seems painful. It seems like that would be bad. Well, I mean, you're not, they're not going to try to penetrate that. It just seems like they would no, be doing. Try to penetrate. Yeah. Yeah. It it's like... like someone giving you a back rub in the wrong spot. It just wouldn't. Uh... Yeah. I just wouldn't connect. Um, we got a little bit off because I got so excited about you talking about perimenopause. I just happy to talk about it. Best thing that ever happened to me. I got to say. Now so break far. that down. Break that down. Yeah. All right. that for us. Yeah. Okay. So I, here's the thing. I've always been a very practical person and I, I kind of prided myself on that and, the, and seeing the world as the world is, is here and things work in a certain way. And I work in a certain way. And frankly, uh, in a, in a received way that like what your family says you're supposed to be or whatever. Um, and I took a job doing uh, 10 key data entry, which I'm very good at. See, now see uh, before perimenopause, I would have been too modest. I would have said, I'm okay at the 10 key data entry. No, my fingers go so fast. You wouldn't believe. And I get now that's I, a little, um, that's a little keypad that only has 10 letters, only 10. Le- so yeah, it's so it's not like a, a full key, like sometimes I will move to full keyboard if we're doing the full data entry with your address. But if I'm just clicking in phone numbers or social security numbers or whatever, but bam, 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 bam. Yeah, just the right hand. Wow. It's very and and that's what happened. See, I, I tip my hand there. It's uh, it's you and the numbers and you and the numbers and just your hand. And I entered a state of flow or perhaps Satori. Uh, 
And oh, suddenly, what's that? Greece? Yeah, what's that? It's in Greece. Uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit Zen, I think. I I have not studied properly with a master, but suddenly, in my uh, my life had been very much a table is a table, a wall is a wall, and I went, oh my God, the world is numbers. Oh, oh. Jesus, is oh, it like that movie? Like oh, God. yes, I saw it with like Christopher the movie. Reeves. It wasn't it wasn't Super? green necessarily, but I saw the world as numbers and I thought, you know what, this 10 key data entry is just a piece of this whole whole world that's all just an illusion and it's all just connected molecules and numbers. Oh God, I and gotta that, tell you, Beth. That was day one, paramenopause. <laughs> I went to the doctor. I thought, what's going on? And he said, Maybe there is more to this world, Bets, than you have imagined. I got to tell you, wow. I jumped off that wagon a long time. I, I, that just was, everything was flying right by me. I could I'm not still keep stuck up. on Suvlaki. Now yeah, I've had that with eggplant. Oh, that's that good. That's not bad. Right. Um, so that's no, I get it, but I get it because it's so good. I get that what you, I kind of understand what you're saying now, but yeah. so now I accidentally went through menopause one Memorial Day weekend and then I came right back out. I popped remember. Right- Remember Not how that thing. was? That wasn't real menopause. Remember how we talked about it? Oh, it sounds yeah, very I, fast. It was. It was so abrupt, and I thought, yeah. well, gosh, at least I knocked it out. But it turns yeah. out I wasn't it. But I think I'm fully in perimenopause because part of my thing now. You're. I think we're having a very different experience because I just feel like for the first time in my life, I could kill someone with my hands. Do you know what I mean? That you're accessing, I think, a different kind of a different kind of strength. It opens, but it opens up a part of yourself, is what I am saying. Yeah, you could, if you had to, kill you someone with your hands, and yeah. that is, I mean, terrifying knowledge, but also kind of amazing, right? Oh, for the first time in my life, because I've never been in touch huh. with my rage. You know, oh, it's yeah. always been there, but I always just, you know, because you're raised a certain way and you think, well, it's not nice to be angry. Don't be angry, right? Don't be angry. No one in your family wants you to be angry. Right. It's a bad emotion. We like, we call it bad. So, mm-hmm. you know, all these emotions, sad and, and uh, angry, all those things, you can't, you're not supposed to feel those things. So I just pushed it way down. And let me tell you something, for those of you listening who are younger than me, which good luck, um, most of you are not. But I got to tell you, it's coming and it's it's a little frightening because I feel like I could genuinely wrap my hands around someone's neck and squeeze until their yeah. eyes kind of popped out like a cartoon. But I just feel very powerful. I'm I'm in my whole body a little bit more exactly. than I was before, right? Yeah. Exactly. You're in your body. You know your strength. And now you now it's your choice. It's not I'm it's not I have to sit here and watch this bitch on the row behind me on the airplane, uh-huh. scooching up and scooching up and she's going to go ahead of my row, even though it's not her turn. Right. You're saying, no, I am choosing not to strangle her. That's and there is power in that. There is power in that. I wow. have never, you framed that. Yeah. I love that. Cause I, cause I got a little scared and weirded out about how angry I was. Oh, but sure. The fact is I am every day. I have so much self-control that I've not killed a single person mm-hmm. at all. Give yourself credit for that. Yeah. Well, that's just know when you could. How many things you don't have to prove anything because you know you could. Right. Yeah, now, let could. me ask you yeah. this, because did you two yeah. grow up playing sports? Because I uh, I grew up an athlete and therefore have kind of always felt that I could harm someone um, See? physically. That's um, different. I bet you played a stick sport, right? I did. Do we, yeah. we call him baseball, a, a softball, a stick sport? I, I played softball and basketball. 
Okay. So yeah. I think your, your baseball and your hockey. Yeah. That's, those are stick sports. So you, uh-huh. you were in touch with the uh, already into, I was not, I, uh, okay. okay. I, I, they, in PE, they had us play pickleball and squash and that was not, uh, oh. you don't connect with your power that way. What's yeah, pickle, no. What's pickleball? Oh my God. Oh, it's Somebody, like tennis. It's short tennis with, with weird little paddles, but yeah. I got to tell you it, it was the dumbest thing in gym class. Suddenly I'm reading articles in Vanity Fair. They're playing it all over Los Angeles. Yeah. Like it's a, huh. like it's, everywhere, it's everywhere. It's like uh, when I was growing up, iceberg lettuce is what you get at Shoney's. But now oh. fancy restaurants are like, oh, here's iceberg lettuce with ranch dressing and bacon. That It'll be $43 for that. Where are you oh. going to eat, Bets? Because geez, oh, Pete. Oh, I see it on the menu. I don't get it. You okay. can't fool me. And I've looked at it and I've looked at the waiter and I have said, Shoney's, that's what you're serving me. Now, Shoney's uh. is a regional restaurant. Do the waiters know what you're saying to them? No, usually no, they do not. Yeah. Yeah. They oh, do not. It sounds like Shoney's. And maybe they're thinking about that famous movie, um, Jenny McFire, uh, Show Me the Money. Oh, that guy's oh. a groper, turns out. What? Oh, they're all gropers. You know what? You know what? I got to say. Show me someone who hasn't groped someone. And I'm not well, saying that in a defeatist way, but I'm very defeated. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. No, yeah. it, they, I just heard it on the news. Uh, Cuban Goodling is is a oh, groper. That's a shame. I did yeah. not hear that. That's yep. a shame. That's a shame. But, but if someone said Shoney's to me, because even, and now I'm familiar with Shoney's bets, but if someone pointed at a menu and said Shoney's, I would have assumed that they have either a little tiny, barely noticeable speech impediment, or they weren't, mm raised here and they are very big fans of that film and they forgot the last part show oh, me show me yeah. or i would have thought maybe they're from missouri the show me state oh right. oh and right. i would have thought they were from amish country and they were telling a woman to you know kind of flaunt her legs a little bit oh, oh yeah get a little ankle mm-hmm. it's it's the equivalent well, knees, of like specifically a knees like a bob's big boy maybe right uh-huh. oh there you go there yeah. you go 100 percent. but kind of grosser right dirtier I mean, yeah, I mean, you're not, you're not, um, you're not giving your mom the best Mother's Day at Shoney's, but you're taking her out. Yeah. But you're, but you're certainly giving her a day. Giving her a day. Yes. Yeah. Oh, maybe like not Mother's day. day. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. if you start digesting Shoney's, you're going to need the rest of the day to just Hours. sit and yeah. relax in your, in the privacy of your own home. Right. Mm-hmm. But maybe on top of what you're digesting is a hot fudge sundae with nuts, you know, oh, and that's right. not something they, yeah. That sounds like you're talking from experience there. I, yeah. My grandma was from Pennsylvania and we would uh-huh. go through and there would be a Shoney sometimes. And um, generally my mom was pretty healthy, but at the Shoney's with grandma, I could get away with ordering hot fudge Sunday with nuts. It's pretty, mm. uh, you know, you, you go through a lot for that. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Boy. Why did we not, why weren't the adults just eating the Sundays? Cause that's what I would have done because mm-hmm. You know, I think um, we've buried Shoney's. Do you think there's any more Shoney's left? I think we had the. Oh, you know what? I'll text Joe's. Yeah, find out. Yeah, I, yeah, would, be, I would because, like to know that. Yeah, because there wasn't a lot there that I thought, oh, yum, right? I'm going to eat that. Um, but I was very interested in the Sundays. There was joy to be found at Shoney's. You never, you never want to end up at the Shoney's, but once you're there, there's plenty. Yeah. Ladies, I'm going to say two words to you if there is an existing Shoney's road trip. 
is what I'm going to say to you ladies. You know what? I bet there's Shoney's on the way to Myrtle Beach. Hold on. I'm waiting for Joe's to text me back. I bet there's one at Myrtle Beach. There's got to be. There's definitely a Shoney's at Myrtle Beach. There is definitely a Shoney's. Um, I'm going to tell you a true story about my grandma that happened when I was 10. Yes. And uh, we, we, uh, my family was taking her out to dinner and my parents took her out to some restaurant. Oh my God. Look at all the Shoney's locations. For the listener, Mags is showing a map of the dozen, I don't know, hundreds of Shoney's in the East Coast. United States is a cornucopia of Shoney's restaurants. Get, get out to one and get nuts on the Sunday. The Eastern Seaboard is lousy with Shoney's. That's wild. If you're listening to this, boy, can you imagine if you're on the East Coast and you're listening and you're just screaming into your device? There's so many Shoney's around. And here we are saying, oh, it's dead. It's it's surely not. I bet bet someone is listening to this at a Shoney's. (gasps) Odds are good. Actually, odds are really good. Oh, my God. There's There's a woman in perimenopause with a very fine mustache coming in listening to this while working at a Shoney's. And you know what? I see your small, very fine mustache, and I raise you my own. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah, that's what you do, Pat. You make people feel loved and welcomed. Well, I'll keep pointing out my mustache for as long as it takes. Okay, so your your grandmother says Shoney's. We t- no, no, we that was the problem. We were not taken into a Shoney's. We were oh. not taken into what she to like a you know what she would have went like a crab house or something. But my parents took her to some restaurant that advertised itself as New American cuisine, which oh. already like even I was like eight to ten years old. I'm like that's not a thing, and it was it was just you know there was. Uh, mm nothing literally nothing on the menu that either me or my grandmother wanted to order I don't remember what I had what I remember and it is burned into my brain as a life lesson is she turns to the waiter she says I want a bowl of ice cream for dinner and then she turns to me and she said I'm old I can order whatever I want oh my god, oh my god I love her respect her that's I, like when Cher said I'm mom I'm the man I'm the I'm man the- who's I'm the man who's rich yeah. 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 Um, that's it. And that's what I was, that's, that was the first inkling that maybe perimenopause and beyond is a gift. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Now I, I got to ask real quick, I'm sorry to backpedal, but what do you think new American cuisine is like upscale potato skins? It was no, it was trying to make it like as though American cuisine had always been sort of alfalfa sprout based. Oh, it, I mean, I, I so it wasn't this. like we deconstructed a grilled cheese. No, because that would have had some edible elements. This was just it was completely made up. And it was like they said, uh, I mean, again, this is I was I was a kid. So maybe I would have a different perspective on it now. It mm-hmm. was like every dish they had said, hey, wait a minute. There's something you still might want to eat in this. Take it out. Uh, OK, uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, I can see now I've eaten at restaurants that were like three things too many, right? Where it's like, yes, you're reading the menu and you're like, oh, this sounds amazing. And then you get you get a little further and you're like blue cheese foam right. on a pasta. Yeah. What? Right. And right. Then it keeps getting worse and weirder. And that's yeah. why I've been to that one. I've never been to. Yeah, I've been I have been to that where, yeah, it, you're reading down the ingredients and suddenly you're like capers there. That's where you want capers. It's a, sal- it's a salty, bitter. It's just a salty, it's Pat, it's like a little yeah. salty green nugget. It looks like oh, somebody shrunk a pea oh. and 
douse it with salt and a little vinegar. It's like, I, I got to say on certain dishes, welcome, bring me that caper. But, yeah. but uh, I, I wanted my peanut butter sandwich or wherever they're putting it on those oh three things God. too many restaurants. I, yeah. Hey, I'm not going to kick it out of bed if I'm eating chicken piccata. I'm not going to kick there a you caper go. out of bed. It's, that was exactly the dish I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. That's the, I feel like that's the most famous. There's two famous capers, the Great Muppet and Chicken Piccata. Oh, and those are, those are the most famous capers, I think. I, and I like both those kinds of capers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, um, is this one of those things where they say, you know, um, never have the special because it's the thing that's about to go bad. So they have blue cheese foam and they got to move it because mm-hmm. there's too much of it. Or we ordered 10,000 capers and now we got to put them on. Is that why we end up with too many things on our dishes sometimes, you think? I think it's that people don't know. You know how they say... Uh, when you're dressing up to go out, look at yourself in the mirror, take one thing off. Mm-hmm. They, oh, yes. They, they, have, they have not heard that advice and they just think, oh, add, this this isn't working. I'm not going to take one thing out. I'm going to add two more things. That's yeah. what I think. That's good advice. Coco Pebble said that. That's very good Is advice. Is that right? Yeah. I've yeah. never thought that before, but I also don't accessorize very much. So if I took one thing off, it would be like my pants or my top. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. dangerous advice for you. Although I bet you would meet a lot of people. I Honestly, would. I Pat, really would. I let's just... not pretend like you haven't done that on a cruise. Yeah. When... It was so warm. If you yeah. can't do that on a cruise, why are you even going on a cruise? It was called right? freestyle. That's Thank what you. I kept saying. Yes. The MS Norwegian Dawn. Freestyle. Oh, the Norwegian Dawn. And if you don't want me to do the things I was doing, then don't call it freestyle cruising. Thank there you. you go. Thank you. We Thanks both for backing me up because yeah. then they sent me a, a like a thing that I'd signed because you know you have to sign a contract that goes out in triplicate. It's a long contract, yeah. Yeah, and they point out all the things in there. I thought no one reads this. I could point to a hundred people on this cruise ship and say, "Did you read the thing you signed?" And they all would have said, "No." I was biased on. They don't yeah. want you to read that, and and if you read that your ticket or that uh, agreement that you signed, they can put you off. At any rock in the ocean, if they feel like it. Yeah. Well, they don't have to complete that cruise. Yeah. Pat was in jail for a, Pat was in the, in the brig for a a hot second. Well, because she, Pat's fascinating. She was hooking up with somebody, a a crew member. And, uh, and then she was in the morgue. She got trapped in the morgue. It was the whole story. I've seen parts of the ship that I think a lot of people who work on the ship had never seen. Yeah. I bet you have. That's amazing. And I have too, because I had to sneak in and try and find her. It was a yeah. boy, oh boy, do we have fun when we now, go travel. That oh is God, a caper. Yes. That, that is a caper. Where's really Pat? Was. Yeah, where's Pat? Where's Pat? Where's Pat? That's, That's why amazing. you always always have your phone on you because you never know when you're going to need to call an attorney from a cruise jail. Yeah, well, That's the a very thing good is, point. That's, mm-hmm. a tricky, that's tricky though, because then I had to buy phone minutes. That's how they get you. They put one yeah. of you in jail. They put one yeah. of you in the brig. And then it's like, oh, now you got to buy satellite minutes to right. call your attorney. Yeah. And God forbid you call it ship jail instead of the brig or you got to start all over. Yeah. yeah. Although, you know what I loved is that Pat, what, Pat and I, so there's, there's always, did you know this? I'm sure you did, Bets, because you know everything. There's always a big, long stretch of like a tunnel or something, a passage on a cruise ship. I-95. Yeah, the I-95, right? So there's always this thing. And if you go into the infirmary, there's all the condoms you could ever want and anti-nausea pills. 
That's yeah. a treasure trove for a really good cruise. I didn't know that. Uh huh. Uh huh. You're not supposed to because you're not supposed to, as a passenger, have access to that. Now, but if wow, oh, yeah. Tell me the word story of. There's so many condoms in there. Now, are these oh, for the yeah. passengers? Is it like, no. oh, hi? Oh, they're not. Okay. No. Because, because yeah. if you go on a cruise and you are you need to find condoms in the infirmary where the crew lives, you've miscalculated your trip greatly. But if you're a crew member and you're just you trying don't... to go to, bon- you hey, that ship's docking at, bones, at the bone zone. Every, uh, I mean, every port of call. Absolutely. Is for absolutely. boning down. And if you're a female crew member and you're assigned on for a good 10 months, you, if you've chat with the crew members, they sign, you, you better not be having a baby in the, uh, in, in the steward's cabin or in someone's desk drawer or something. You gotta, you, you gotta protect everything. Oh I heard God. about a little cruise ship baby that they named after the cruise ship. Thank oh God. My God. So you like mean to tell me there's a baby out there called like the, the called gem? Joel. Okay. Yes. The jewel. Thank God she was not born on this spirit. Was she a singer? Um, I believe it was uh, a waitress and she missed one shift and they, they, uh, they handled it somehow, but I mean, eventually they figured it out, but she, she missed one shift. That's some hearty stock there while she was giving birth in her cabin. And then, uh, but like, what a story, huh? Could you imagine? They, so many of them do so many different things because I had a, a room steward also give me a massage. And when he showed up, I yeah. said, he said, I, I, I answered the door and I said, what, what should I be wearing? And he said, oh, just your underwear. And then he said, don't worry, I'm a sister. And I loved him immediately. And I'll tell you what, it was the best massage I ever got in my whole life. That sounds inappropriate. I mean, I understand mm-hmm. if he's saying he was family, he was suggesting that he was not in any way aroused, but I, well, I think want... he also, the implication was also that he was very gay. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I, I would want more documentation than that before I got down. You do you, it's your cruise. Yeah. There's you know, no judge... when I'm on vacation, bets. I'm a whole new person. Yeah, I'm a whole new person. Why not? Make your own rules. Yeah. Yeah. International waters. Right. I mean, is the alternative asking a couple follow-up questions? You know, like, oh, okay. Well, you've said this. Um, For example, another question. Now, I can't think of one off the top of my head at all. Have you murdered? You know, like that's the other question is, have you killed? Have you murdered anyone? And and what are you doing then? But talking yourself out of a good time. You've known since you were in your, what, junior high school that you could kill a man. So yeah, Yeah. I see. That's great. That's more massages for you. Listen, I'm not trying to sound braggadocious, but I'm I'm powerful. I got a lot of, especially this right, this one. That is, um, I'm going to, now see beforehand, I would have said, you go girl before perimenopause. Mm -hmm. I would have said, wow, that's a powerful woman. Now there's a part of me that's like, oh, that's her goddess energy. (gasps) And I don't even know where that comes from. It just, it wells up from somewhere. Maybe not even fully inside me. Yeah. (laughs) Well, speaking of welling up. From I thought you were going to say, speaking of fully inside me, I can't like, I can't believe you passed that one up, Pat. You know You're so what? bad. I know. She's so bad. She is. She went there. She I, didn't go there. I did. I went yeah, there. Yeah. Banks went there, which is shocking. There you go. I know, tried to I blame it on Pat. Yeah, I did. I sure But did. speaking of just popping up, you know, I think we should talk about how the three of us met. 
Oh, that's great. Good it segue. Was, yeah. Now, the first time we met, this is, so again, perimenopause opened up a world. And I'm like, there's, there's more things out there that I've been looking at. I'm riding the train home. Someone has left a National Geographic on the train seat. I start flipping through. So long story short, I start going to the zoo on weekends. And I'm and I just start I, I, I had read this article about Jane Goodall. And I'm looking at primates on the weekends. I got to say, I don't go, I don't go every weekend. You got things to do sometimes, but it's my favorite thing to do. And um, I, I think, you know, alpha, the alpha male things, that's bullshit. We all know that. I'm sorry. Can I say that on, can I say bullshit? You can say it worse. Pat, what is the word she could say, Pat? Oh, um, cunt rag. Yeah, Um, good. Oh, that's a good one. All right. I'm going to keep that in my back pocket. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. So, but so the, the alpha male thing was a study on wolves that were in captivity. It's not a real thing. It's not a good anthropology, but obviously you've been out in public. Some, some animals are dominant over others a little bit. There's what thing called mixed dominance. So I was started watching the chimpanzees. It does sound great. Is this erotica? Yeah. Is this this going into erotica? Um, I mean, not the kind that's my favorite, but uh, okay, that's fair. Okay. Just leave the that's door good. open, Beth. Yeah, leave, leave it the door open. open. Yeah, All right, we'll leave yeah. that open. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll we'll put that in a. Uh, well, we'll talk. Oh, now I want to talk about that. All right. Anyway, so I'm watching the chimpanzees and seeing like who's dominant and who's not, and watching the gibbons and who's not. and then I saw you two, and you were talking, and I'm like, who's dominant and who's not, and I'm always like, oh my god, I am witnessing a perfectly supportive 50-50 female relationship and I felt like my heart cracked open just watching you two talking I almost didn't want to talk to you I almost wrote you down in my little notebook instead of 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 enjoying the pleasure of your company so I'm glad I didn't stay amateur scientist and I actually went up and said my god I think I said who's dominant which was not the way to open a conversation but you were very very nice about it well yeah because i thought you said who's dominic because that's my nephew oh and so that that's that, why you were so open because yeah. you went right into i learned a lot about dominic that day yeah yeah, yeah. and i thought it was a flash mob that's I fascinating I pulled into a well you remember how big flash mobs were at the time i oh, thought yeah it was a question i didn't understand in a public space and i thought oh god here we go well and i was wearing i would try to look inspic- inconspicuous so i would wear black and i often had a like a coat with me so i i could see where if, if i were in a flash mob i would have flapped the coat or maybe put my head under it uh-huh. yeah that uh-huh. would have been uh, maybe flash mobs need to come back i am full like I'm open to the world now, you know, and I'm like, yeah. oh, maybe it's does nice every idea come here for way. a reason? Yeah, it, right. it, it, that's generous of you to say, because I it feel like really nice, I, yeah. some days, you know, when I'd see those flash mob videos and I'm like, I'm just going to Home Depot because I need to I need some containers. That's I don't true. need you to propose to your husband or I, which yeah. I'm surprised it was even two men in there. No offense, not to stereotype, but no offense. Come on. I, I got to say that's to me. It's like. It's like if you have to get a tattoo of your relationship, you should already be in counseling. If you have to get a flash mob to propose or you have to be in the jumbotron or whatever it is, stop, stop right there and really work on the relationship itself. Because if you got to make that big a show, you're not. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Pat, Pat and I were talking about getting tattoos. Okay. We, you know. We're very close. We're the oh, best of friends in the whole independent world. Independent tattoos, right. Well, okay. but together, but, but, you know, is that, because does that count as getting a tattoo of our relationship? If we, if we, 
Yeah, that's a good. Would they be like compliment? What like is are they like a, a a little broken heart with each of you on the other side of it? Like, what were you thinking of getting? I don't think so, because Pat, I got to say, and with all honesty, you're the one person who's ever broken my heart. Oh, oh, yeah, that, yeah. How did that happen? I can't even see that happening. Me either. Oh, of like you know, wait, how she didn't break my heart? How she? Oh, how- didn't. Oh, didn't fell out of my chair. I thought no. you said she was the one person who had. And I, I thought, thought, oh, my God. Uh, this is what I wish we could play it back, because what did I say for real? But you're the one person who's never broken my heart. There it is. OK, there, okay. Boy, I thought something was coming down the pike. I I'm, thought no. I thought we were going to hear some truths that I maybe should not have been here for. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. First of all. No, you're welcome in any conversation, Pat, and I w- might have. That's beautiful. Thank but, you. But uh, no, 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 no. I'm saying like the, 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 the relationship that Pat and I have is so strong. You're right. It is 50-50. But is it okay if we get tattoos, even if they're not necessarily related to each other? I oh, think she I might think get a so. songbird or something. It's just a guess. I think and wildly different. And I, I don't know which direction I'm going in, but it would be kind of like going together to the same tattoo place to get tattoos. Yeah, you know now I mean? that yeah. is it's not see that's the thing though you're you're doing it together as kind of a private thing you're uh-huh. not getting it like on your, it's not so when it's when you're getting it on your bicep and it's like i love maureen well why do you have to say it that loud if you really do there's some insecurity there or you're broadcasting it and actually you're on tinder still oh, that's what wow. i mean. wow wow it's like it's like if if anyone comes up to you in your place of work or in public and they start talking to you about how honest they are oh boy watch that person if if you brought or the or or if you're buying a hummer if you're a man i don't think women buy those no they do not but it's if you're shouting about it wait are you talking about a car are you talking about the sex act oh i was talking about the car i mean i think okay I think okay, men buy sense. the sexy act all yeah. the time, and that is separate from their concept of their masculinity. I, yeah, okay. I could be wrong. Yeah, it might be. Now, Wait, here's okay. the thing. When you say things like that, when you're making suppositions or when you're making kind of your educated guesses, I take you very seriously because you do dabble in anthropology. You, you started to touch on that a little Let's bit. Let's be clear. I dabble. It's a dabbling yeah. thing. But uh, that's that's kind of to take me seriously. But always with a big grain of salt. Always. Um, you told us so much of uh, so many things that day at the zoo that I Mm -hmm. did not know. I didn't know that I wanted to know. Yeah. I'm not sure to this day how I feel about it. Yeah. I told you a lot about the relative genital size of apes. And I apologize Mm -hmm. for that because it's not information you want to know right away. It tells you a lot about them and their relationship patterns. But, uh, yeah, well, feel- yeah, it was it was one of those things, Bets, where we were like, okay, now what? Right. I was full of the fire of knowledge because I had just learned that, but perhaps it was not the time to share. And again, always learning. And and the apes are always teaching me. And now I'm like, oh, in the same way that they might cover their own genitals occasionally, I can cover that thing I learned that I really want to share. And maybe it's just not time yet. So learning to you is like some form of genitalia? I think that one got away from me. Yeah, honestly. that's okay. That's part of the Perry in the great PM. You know, it's a, it's yeah. a thing. It's a th- yes, it is. A- honestly, honestly, yeah. No, I'm back on that metaphor because it's a thing you can show to someone and they like it, but only if they wanted you to. It's not something you should just whip out necessarily. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's you are good. back. This is, I think this is I'm about consent. 
Yeah, I think so too. It is. And I know this is a very consent uh, forward podcast. That's yes. right. That's right. Yeah. By the way, if you were listening to this podcast and you thought consent doesn't matter, you could see yourself right the hell out of this podcast. There yeah. you go. Yeah, absolutely. And I have to tell you, you with such great detail, I mean, I'll never think of apes the same way, knowing the yeah. relative gen- genital size. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was intimidating, I got to tell you. Because you said I'm it, sorry. and I was like, well, sh- oh, no, please don't. Well, that's be- Pat, do you think some of that has to do with your sexual past? Because Pat has not come across a penis that hasn't been necessarily um, micro or micro. Me- micro. micro. Or, yeah. Pat, yeah. Pat has yet to come across a penis that is as, I, I don't want to say good <laughs> as a primate penis, but right? I mean, right. I was intrigued. Let me tell you this. I don't know what I retained, but I was intrigued. You know what I mean? You have, have a yeah. conversation. You're like, I can't recall the details, but I was no, wrapped. But that, yeah. as we talked about, and that was maybe what got me into that, is I might have sensed, as you, as I said, that elements of me had opened up and maybe I knew you needed this. So like, as we discussed, gorillas. That's a goddess thing, right? That's a gor- goddess. It is a goddess. I think so. I think sometimes the goddess is like, hey, she needs to know this. And maybe I just start talking. But a gorilla, you'd think a male gorilla, a silverback, big penis, wrong, very mm-hmm. small. Right. Because it has a, it, see, now this is an outdated term. It has a harem, but gorillas don't care about pleasing. Your bonobos, uh-huh. which have a good, solid, very good, very mm-hmm. even-handed sexual relationship that's where you find your genital size aren't those those socks that if you buy one pair they donate oh they send them to people who don't yeah to send them to other people um i think that's bambus oh okay. wait okay. what's this one it's called a bonobo you think it's a chimpanzee but it's not mm. oh, i wish it was yeah well it's very close and you know i gotta say the the genetic difference between us a bonobo and a chimpanzee, not even 5% altogether. Like I buy have, that. I yeah. buy that 100%. Yeah. Which one, um, which is the one that Clint Eastwood like so much? He had an orangutan. Oh. Yeah, you're talking about uh, Every Which Way But Now. That's the movie yes. where it was the fighting. Yeah. One of them drove and the other one didn't. Yeah. Oh, yes. gosh. I yes. saw that movie when I was a little kid and maybe that was what drew me to the zoo. That in the National Geographic, there's signs everywhere you look. Now Absolutely. that I can see them. Yeah. Wait, was that zoo fun? You know, they saw it. There's some places that are still just pumping out hot pretzels. You know, mm. like food the good people kind. want. Yes. yes. The the good nothing kind. better than a soft, hot pretzel. Oh, yeah. I, I really mean this. That is erotica. I, <laughs> I, I love soft pretzels so much. And it's why we went. Cause, cause Meg yeah. said, I'm craving a soft, hot, soft pretzel. Uh-huh. And I thought the only reliable place to go is the zoo. Yeah. Because Dead I'll tell on. you what. Yeah, I'll tell you what, baseball parks, bass, you know, if you go to an arena, they don't have the right soft pretzels anymore. They don't. I was visiting some friends in Cleveland and I went to the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse to watch a basketball game. And guess what? I got a soft pretzel because I was so excited. I felt like I was on vacation, which, you know, means I was having a blast. Making your own rules like right. you're at sea. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I break. Absolutely. I almost got, I did almost get brought to the brig because I, uh, they sold me some soft pretzel that was, I mean, you know, I don't like to swear on this podcast, utter bullshit. What yeah. was wrong with it? Was it, it was not mi- soft? No, it was microwaved. It was, it what? was, it was what? ready. What it was, it wasn't the right color. It wasn't the right taste. It wasn't the right texture. It was wrong. It was like what that you would imagine tragedy. they send astronauts. You know what I mean? Like hydrate this yourself, rehydrated it. That's and it's going to be just the same as 
a soft pretzel. No, that is not how you enjoy a basketball game. It's just not, it's just not. Nope. Yeah. So, I mean, we were there for the pretzels and we just kind of sat um, where we were sitting when we met you just to eat the pretzels and boy, and you had your little book and you'd been writing your little book. And I thought, and this is just being honest. I thought, here we go. Cause you were wearing a long jacket and a, and your little book. And I've been approached by people that were attired similarly who wanted to sit and tell me all of the things that have ever happened to them in a list. And I'm the kind of per- I'm a target. I'm a known yep. target. You got two you of got us a, a box. Yeah, you got a us. kind face, and they'll ask you, "Hey, will you watch my bag? Will you? Will I go away for twenty minutes? Right. Um, will you hear about uh, some the surgery of someone two relatives over? Yeah, you right. got that mm-hmm. kind of face. You really oh, do. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Pat and I have told this story. Yeah. yeah, Pat and I have told this story a lot. But somebody made her read a whole. Will you read my manuscript? Remember that Pat, that woman oh, in the restaurant? That's yeah. a big responsibility. Well, I had no expertise. I was yeah. simply waiting tables. Yeah. And this poor wow. soul said, Will you do it? And you know, you're under the gun because I'm at work. And I thought, okay. Did she, she wanted you to read it while she was finishing her entree? Oh no, no she, she wanted me, Yeah, she needed some notes. Oh my God. So you both had back. to come back. That's a lot. She came all the time uh-huh. you, know, oh. you know for those of you who are listening to this who've ever waited tables one oh, yeah god bless your you soul see, because you, you, are you loved and yeah. you are yeah. loved uh no this is a woman who would come in all the time you, and everyone who's ever worked in the service industry will recognize what i'm about to say if it's 95 degrees outside 95 percent humidity this person wants a hot tea yeah okay yeah okay she wants that's, a, a, that's she the wants mental picture yeah. boiling hot and all bring out all the teas so she can go through and look at the three teas that we've had for the last 12 years. Oh, you know what I'm God. saying? Yeah. 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 So I can only imagine what the manuscript, uh, Hey, if you saw something in me that said, this woman's going to give me great notes on my Manny. Okay. But I don't, I think I was a, a woman of last resort. You know what? My wait to me. give me notes. Yeah. I think right. here's the right. thing. She didn't see expertise. She saw a kindness in your eyes and that's not something to underestimate. It, it may, and I get, I bet I bet she was hoping that you would uh, read her manuscript and see her and know her and she would become your mags, but you already had a mags. Yes. Oh God, I just got so scared. Oh God, <laughs> That's I how I, I felt earlier when you said, I almost fell out, I almost fell out of this chair. I almost fell directly out. All right. Your, your relationship has been tested. It's still strong. That's yeah. the important thing. That's okay, true. Thank God. That's thank true. God. Now, uh, so anyway, what I'm trying to say, Bets, is what a delight that you ended up being. You know, and again, yeah. we, we were just stealing ourselves for trying to like figure out like what we we're going to say, like, oh, yeah. God, you know, um, oh, I, I'm having a hernia or whatever. Like, you know, you have, you have a list of things where someone who comes up and wants to monopolize your time because maybe they're just having a hard time. Uh, but we didn't have to do that with you. Mm-hmm. And then you start talking about genitals. And I was like, oh, OK, it was That's a lot. Yeah, right. I yeah. um, I you know, I yeah, I initially wanted to celebrate what I saw as perhaps a perfect friendship. But you guys were so open to all kinds of topics. It was. Uh, oh, yeah. Magical is what I would call it. It was uh, I went home and I was like, my God, I forgot to take notes on the chimpanzees because my head is full of these ladies. And maybe that's the best day I could have had. Maybe that was the real anthropological lesson all along. Wow. Wow. So I, I got to ask. Absolutely. Getting back to 
the 10 key data entry. Yeah. And knowing now that everything is numbers, how do those worlds kind of mesh? Because animals are not numbers as far as I know. But are they? Are they? That's are they numbers? Uh, yeah, are, are they? Numbers? I mean, I think uh, if you get down to molecules. Oh, Jesus. It's oh, no. all just vibrating atoms and uh, how are the molecules fitting together? I think we are. I mean, I think perhaps my vision was a metaphor. I got now here's I don't even know if I should I'm gonna you guys have opened me up so okay. one day I'm at the Gibbon cages and uh you know Lisa a, a, Gibbon Lisa oh I love Lisa Gibbon and I was not in a cage now I would go to batting cages myself personally but if you want right. to go to Gibbon cages batting cages are, are good I gotta say you had a tough day at the 10 key data entry job you bat a few homers you're gonna feel all right yeah oh. okay maybe I do understand 10 key data entry then. there you go 10 key data entry it's it's a perfect job. You ju- it's you and the numbers, man. Mm-hmm. And someone says, go faster. You say, go fuck yourself. You go back onto it. That's a little, it sounds like inside um, baseball, Training. what you just oh. said. Oh, yeah. ten, oh, If they're 10 key listeners, they're going, okay, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Which true. I wonder how many of our audience overlaps. How many of our 15 listeners might do 10 key data? data. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe one listener per key at what least. Do- yeah. What do we think? Is it is that one? Is that the same person that's at Shoney's? Uh, is it the one? No. It could be. Everyone yeah, write in with the occupation. Occupation yeah, and restaurant email. you're in. Yeah, yeah right. Shoot, and I, hey, if you do 10 key data entry, shoot us an email at those who at gmail.com. And also, you know, if you, Pat's still, we're not getting any, you know, responses about the threesome thing. So if you know somebody wants to have a threesome with Pat, shoot us an email. Any, any leads are good leads. Yeah. Now, are you, are you, are you thinking of uh, the lucky Pierre kind of threesome? And are you, well, I guess a lot of them are, or are you thinking two gentlemen or are you thinking another lady and a gentleman? That's, and that's none of my business. It could be two ladies. What did you call it though? The lucky Pierre. What does that mean? I've never heard that. That's the threesome where there's one man. It's a little bit sexist and he's lucky Pierre. And then there's the two ladies, oh. but there might be a, a lucky pirouette. I mean, there's lot, there's lots of ways to make three. Let me tell you. Mm, that's true. I think what I'm looking for is just the experience. I, whatever combination we find ourselves in, so yeah, be beautiful. it. Life is so yeah. short. Oh, thank you. But you know, I just like the idea. Oh, you know, sometimes when you're okay, now we're getting into it. If you, if you're listening in the car with your children, maybe don't. Turn that knob down. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe just rethink or your tell parenting. Them, tell them, hand them a phone. They'll just, they won't. Oh, they'll there you go. Right and they're Get not really paying Fruit attention. Ninja, they're going to be, did yeah. they play Fruit Ninja anymore? I don't think so. Don't oh, know. that's a shame. Yeah. All right. We'll put them on the, uh, whatever, whatever exploding this week, put them on TikTok and oh, they're like, oh yeah. yeah. Get them a yeah. TikTok. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I just like the idea of like, um, I've been in some, um, <clears throat> moments where it's just you and another person and your mind wanders because there's something yeah. going on you're there's things happening to you and happening to them but it's really you know i want a threesome one time minimum where there's a lot of things happening something's over here and something's over there you have to be alert you know you, can, you, you be, cannot be making a grocery list in your head let you me tell you that no. you can't start nodding off because all of a sudden what oh hey i just received something And I uh, just, I just sent something. You know what I mean? There you go. Yeah. You want to be pleasantly overwhelmed. 
is what Absolutely. you're saying. Absolutely. I want to feel very alive and very, oh, incoming, out, outgoing. Yeah. Ooh-wee. Now, see, that, that would be a state of Satori where you are perfectly aware of everything that's going on. Okay. That's another way of achieving that. I would love to achieve that. I think you should. I hope someone writes in and helps you achieve that goal. I mean, we've been trying for a long time. Honestly, you know, and you know what I will say though, we've been through, and our um, uncle, uncle Dennis, told us this last week. We've been in the big P for a minute, and maybe what's happened is pandemic. Oh, sorry, sorry. Well, yeah, you you can't say that to her, Pat, because she's going to think of primates, primate genitalia. I was thinking right, yeah, yeah, right, panda or pando, or sometimes just you know, P is a form of demonstrating dominance plus sorry please go ahead oh, that's true again a, email us yeah this is a challenging <laughs> time to arrange a threesome because even finding one other person yeah you get tough you leave a coffee shop you just put your masks on to walk through it where are you going to take them back after kiss or are you just going to go away right yeah. right so yeah. maybe it's a, maybe it's a weird time let me say this if you would consider it when we are in a in a much safer spot email us at those who at gmail.com if you're like i've heard you uh-huh. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm considering it and I'm going to wait for a little bit longer. You know, we might all be getting boosters in the fall. Look, I don't know. I think, I think when the pandemic is over, it's going right. to be, I wish I had a more delicate way of saying it. it's going to be fuck town USA is what it's oh, going to be. Boy. Oh. It's going to be a gonna real say, nice couple of years. Right? I was going to say Caligula, but I also never saw that. So I don't know if it's, it's true. Is anything about it. Horrible. Oh. You've got. You think, hey, great, there's Helen Mirren. This is going to be a good movie. And then Ooh. there's a there's a lot of severed heads and penises. Like, oh, like as many as you're sex? envisioning now, there's a lot more. Yeah. It's, I wow. mean, yeah. But is it about sex? I mean, what is it's it? made by the hustler guy. It's It's been a long time since I've seen it. Because here's the thing. If you're dating a guy who says he is a connoisseur of porn, oh. A, He's got a problem. Yeah. Got a problem. B, he's going to bring out freaking Caligula. Okay. And think it's arty when it's just another excuse to have a lot of people. And that was when all the British actors, like the Shakespearean actors, were like, oh, we got to do wild, wild stuff. So, no joke, you got uh, Malcolm McDowell and Helen Mirren in it, but then they've cut in a penis's favorite moment just right there in the middle of your movie that you didn't necessarily know was going to be happening. A penis's favorite moment? I mean, a climactic moment. Oh, God. I know, you were, talking, I know what you were talking about, but I heard, I kind of pictured it in my head, like Zuckerman's famous pig. <laughs> and I just saw, I just saw it written out in a spider web. I've seen that. Yeah. Zuckerman's famous pig? Oh, uh, no. Talk about a smorgasbord. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know? Right. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, okay, that's interesting. Is that the favorite moment? I, you're the anthropologist. I wouldn't know. That's well, right. I mean, I'm not. I can't. I in the much the same way that I would not want someone with male genitals to tell me what my favorite moment is, which is all of them, frankly. If you're looking at it as a linear story, I guess the I don't know what you're assuming is the peak, but maybe it's not. Maybe maybe they all talk about it like that's the penis's favorite moment, but actually they love the emotional connection of that first kiss, and we don't know. And men are just too shy and delicate to even say that. Oh, the toxic. You know, it's yeah. toxic. You yeah. know, maybe they're so afraid that maybe they're like, my favorite moment is doing that one thing. But because they only say that because they're worried they won't ever get there if they say, I like kissing. Right. Yeah. If you love kissing, you love kissing. That's terrific. That's I'll, right. still, I'll still take penetration. I'm into yeah. it, as there we all go. know. Mm-hmm. It's Pat's number one. It's Pat's mm-hmm. number really? one. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm. 
I'm what they call, what I've heard recently, a basic bitch. I like penetration. Yeah. That's it. But like, if that's what you like, I like, I like a hot fudge sundae with nuts. Why do you have to get fancier than that? If it's what you enjoy. That's that's right. And I don't like any of that stuff in the throes. I don't want hot fudge. In the, not in the oh, not in the throws. I didn't mean in the oh. throws. But yeah, I, oh. I feel that way. Uh, I feel like second base, once you're an adult, very underrated. And uh, the coach should be holding on second a little longer when, in fact, yeah. people are rushing towards home. Yeah. Now, that's an interesting metaphor because who's the coach in this situation? And who's it's, the base runner? Okay. Mm. Yeah, you got me stumped there. As, or should you I, just have a third person that you call the coach? Okay. That's okay. why you get... Maybe that's why you have a threesome. The coach can say, let me show you. And then kind of tags and like, hold it like this. Do you know what I mean? Like coaching. Mm-hmm. That would mm-hmm. be amazing. You start having a threesome where it's the lucky ref. Right. And you get, you get, you give the other two people the best possible time. And then they say, hey, you know what you were and tag in here. Yeah, that's and then right. You have a very pleasant rotation. And there's a whistle. Oh, All right. Okay. Get yourself yeah. a whistle. Sure. Now, see, that's when when sometimes people are like, I don't know what you're feeling. I don't know if you're enjoying it. You had a whistle there. Yeah. They're going to know. Oh, can you, now, that would help a lot because I, you know, I think a lot of folks were kind of raised to not talk about sex and things that they don't, that they like and that they don't like. Yeah. What if everybody got a whistle? So you blew your whistle. Now you talk about it before. I'm going to blow the whistle when there's something I don't like, or I'm going to blow the whistle that I do like, but you don't have to verbalize it. You just blow that whistle and boy... Do people sounds, kind of understand? Song. You know what I mean? I I, maybe it's not perfect, but like a tambourine or like, yeah, yeah. Oh, are you getting closer? You're getting warmer. Ding, 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 ding. What or if one of us was dressed like a one man band? I mean, that would be challenging, but it I would think be really hard to get to so many of the spots. The, the yeah. nuance you could mm-hmm. have in what you like, you could you could express a lot of emotions and feelings that way. Well, yeah, oh, but yeah. also to me, that's hard to pull off because Anything you're going to do, you know, the symbols are between the knees. That's true. Yeah. You're going to be any movement is going to be sending a mixed signal. You're right there. Or unless yeah. it's in fortuitous. And then there are moments when you'd be ideally saying a lot involuntarily. But the yeah. harmonica's in front of your mouth and you can't. Yeah. That, now that just got so hot to me. You know what I mean? It's not a ball gag. It's harmonica. And you're just hearing it going. Eh. You know what I mean? Uh, the sound because it comes out with that the music. was so good pat that sounded just like a harmonica that if that does not get you a threesome pat people out there are dead because right right yeah. that yeah. showed imagination and passion thank you and fire in you that's oh. that's someone's gonna say frankly i'd like to explore that now i mean oh. does it sound like a you guys want me pets? to leave you guys want me to leave the zoom uh, well, no, I don't, think, I, just, I, I don't think being on the Zoom is going to, we're not going to, you know, figure anything out here. But I got to say, once I saw it in my mind's eye, I thought, boy, that's almost like um, beating the SM where you're, um, yeah. you're all dressed up. And one of you is has so many instruments tied to you that you're kind of, you know, caught here. It you know, where are you going to go? Yeah, what are you going to do? true. It, it is a does little bit, feel like torture a little it's bit. It's very yeah. loud bondage, it feels like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, loud bondage. That's it. That's it. I bet you, I bet you two years from now, that is a thing. I bet you two years from now, that's a category somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. To me, it's like your elbows are making the drum. Sure. Your hands are on an accordion. What is, how do you even do that? Because you need hands. You need your mouth. You need all those things. How does that work? That is the sexy part. There you go. That's mm-hmm. it. New, new, new erroneous zones. 
Yeah, <gasps> absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. Hey, explore your kneecaps. Yes. That's where you need two other people to be like, hey, you just do your instruments. We got you covered. Exactly. Okay. That's right. Yes. Okay. I, I think this is terrific. I, I did not expect that conversation to go in this manner, but I, I got to say it's gratifying. I'm learning, always learning. I knew it was from the first time you mentioned the size and shape of an ape's genitals. I knew we would get here. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it does. It's not. No offense, Bets. It's not that not taken, far not. of a leap. You right. know, that's fair. That's very fair. You got to be ready. You know what? You're not doing good anthropology, even amateur anthropology, if you're not willing to talk about all of it. What's the yeah. point? Mm-hmm. Now, is mm-hmm. that how people say it? you're doing good anthropology? I mean, again, I'm an amateur. Okay, great. Yeah, because I don't know. I don't know the terms. You would be saying, are you doing high quality field work? I think is what you'd be saying. So Uh you do know the terms and you know what you need to do? Step into the sunlight bets. Mm. Oh, that's. Come on. I don't want to flan it. Yeah, but that's. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, you do. You should. There's a freedom there that someone who wants to get published and get a PhD does not have, frankly, they can't, oh, yeah. they can't put a conversation like this on a podcast and still get their degree. They just no, can't. Cause they got oh. big anthropology beaten down their door. You're, do. you, yeah, you're a free agent. You go and anthropologize. Is, now this is a true story. I added a class at the university and again, bonobos. And there was a point during the class and please feel free to not include this in the podcast at all. Okay, but I'd like it. I like to because I think they sponsor podcasts sometimes. So keep going. All right. Mm -hmm. There are times when male bonobos, uh, one of them seems to receive the other, and they both seem to be having a really good time. But because they weren't getting close enough, they would not draw any conclusions about whether they were actually having sex, even though they're like, they look like they're having sex, they're making faces like they're having sex, they finish like they're having sex, but we can't conclude male homosexuality and bonobos because we're scientists and we don't want to take the leap of this is exactly what it looks like. And that, frankly, is why I have not gone back to school and simply done my own amateur field work. I mean, not that specific sex act, but that hesitancy to call it what it is. I've been listening to a lot of LL Cool J lately, and I just... That explains were these, were the these bono- waving at you. Yeah. Were these bonobos... You know, sexing it, flexing it, getting mad, affectionate. That's no, see here now. Here's what the anthropologists are saying: they are, they are flexing it. They are definitely getting mad, affectionate. We will not commit to saying they are sexing it. And I, that's yeah, that that face you're making right now, that's the face yeah. I made internally. So they're doing all of it. They do it all the same things. They just won't call it that because they don't want to admit that bonobos are gay as hell. Exactly. They don't want to make that logical leap that just because they seem to be, if you saw two humans doing this, we'd say, oh, they're definitely having anal sex or something a lot like it. They don't want to say that about a bonobo. They're like, we can't draw that conclusion. I say, come on, I think you can. Maybe that's me being uh, anthrocentric. There you go. Sometimes you have to admit that the bonobos are doing it and doing it and doing it well. And that just because one of them represents Queens and the other one was raised out in Brooklyn, that doesn't mean they can't be together in nature. That's unfair. Hmm. There you go. Can't you Um, see them bonobos pumping hard? Like Like, I wish you would. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And they can see them pumping hard, but they they won't admit the wishing. That's upsetting to me. And science needs to catch up. Yeah, you know, science moves in baby steps, it leaps occasionally, but they're, uh, I understand sometimes, I got to say, sometimes being careful and proper is an excuse for not doing the important thing or saying the important thing. This is mm. like what we started talking about earlier, which is don't say gay. There you go. There you go. They wouldn't say gay. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Ugh. That well, is ridiculous. And ultimately damaging, whether to yeah. a bonobo or to a human child who's just trying to get through junior high school, for Christ's yeah. sake. Right. 
Oh God. I mean, gosh, I, now I feel bad for those monkeys. Now I want to like do something to help them. I mean, they're out in the rainforest having a lot of sex. So they're, they're really probably oh. fine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, all right. That they're doing all right. Yeah, yeah. like pretty a free. million. I, it, it sounds terrific. Mm-hmm. And sign me up. They are yeah. the most relaxed primates. I got to tell you that. I bet. Because <gasps> they do God. it so much. Yes. That's it's how they resolve all fights. Oh, my God. Is that really true? That is true. Ugh. What? Based we on my dabbling, page. based on my amateur knowledge, that is how they resolve fights. So, Although, think about it. In a workplace environment, that would be exhausting. Yeah, oh, well. You'd have to be really choosy about where you worked because yeah, I've had some yeah. coworkers that I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. Exactly. And yeah. you know they'd pick fights. You know right. they would pick fights. Yeah. Right. And I'd be like, I know what you're doing. I know so, what yeah. you're doing. So bonobos are having like 24-7 makeup sex. Okay? Exactly. And sometimes and, just, you know, hey, there's a mango sex. Yeah. Okay. So sometimes they're just like, oh, let's just do it. But sometimes exactly. they're like, hey, we had a we had a tough row. Let's, you know, go to town. Yes. yes. Wow. I can't believe we're talking about this. The whole So in a I new can. in a colony. Yeah. So to yeah. make sure I don't know if you've ever listened to this podcast, Bats, but we oh, this fair. is pretty believable. This is yeah. pretty believable. And this is reminiscent of that day that we met, but keep going. Yeah. All right. So to say the gay. Uh so so uh when you when you have animals living together in families, you grow up and you risk an incest. So one gender usually leaves a primate community to go to another one, which means they got to find their way in and that's, you know, it's like going to a new school, right? So it's the females and the bonobos who leave and they go and they find a new bonobo community and you'd think it would be the males that welcome in, but it's not. It's the other females, and they do something that is called in the anthropological community GG rubbing. And they already, are they scissoring? Are in. they scissoring? Yes in. or no? Are the bonobos scissoring? They're anatomically, basically, yeah. It's it's the okay. equivalent, but they have some puffing up that oh. you don't even really need the scissoring position. But yes, it is. They they are very happy, and that I've gotten is puffy before, <laughs> quite puffy. And I thought, is this going to go down? It did. Was this during the HPV time? No, no, no. If anything, it went down. Okay. So this is just an occurrence that's happened. I've become spool. Oh, that's fascinating. As a a physical response to something or it just happened? One time I was thinking about bees. Must have been spring. You know, those first couple days of spring. And I thought, what the heck? It's, so I think I get it. I think I understand what you were blossoming for going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know when the air changes a little bit? I think it's allergies. I bet if I took a Benadryl, you, it would I was just going to ask: Did you have to yeah. take a Benadryl or something, or a, yeah. Claritin, a Claritin or something? I so couldn't did, get. It. I can't get Claritin D anymore. I'm on a list because the kids took my idea. Yeah, I know. I know. That's Listen, not fair, Pat. Let me mm-hmm. ask you this: How long did it take before the swelling went down? Did you have to take something? Did it hurt? Was it painful or was it that? It hurt good. I was just going to say. It felt amazing. Like like when you're cleaning and you're rubbing up against the furniture. Was it that? Yes. Because you know what I did? I put on bike shorts and I was like, let's just have a weekend. I'm glad you took advantage of it. You know what? You've got to take it where you can get it. Mm -hmm. That's right. What did you say? What did you say, Beth? She carpeted that DM. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was no D, but yep. See, so, you could have not that not yeah. that I approve of interspecies relations, but you could have you could have found some women and you could have uh, been welcomed into their circle very uh, beautifully and easily. Don't tell her that. Please don't tell her that, Betsy. I would oh, do that. Okay. Yeah, don't tell her How that. How do you travel to places no. like this? <laughs> no. Is it sex tourism? Yes. No, I would never 
unless they came up to me, what if I was puffy and I walked in there and I didn't say or do anything. And then it just happened. Pat, you cannot. That's Jane Goodall. Where is she now? She's so smart. She's alive and well. She's She's, doing doing great. She's doing fine. Well, I got to tell you, she's missing out. Because can you imagine finding something like that and you don't wander in just to see? I'm not touching anybody else. That's this is kind of my dream. We've wandered into a fantasy where I just walk What's in your somewhere. Dream? People... I, I tread lightly and, and clarify because I'm so scared for you right now. Finish, finish. Well, I have, aller- I have. A, I'm having an allergic springtime reaction, and <laughs> sure. you're in I'm full on, bloom, right? Uh-huh, I'm on yeah. vacation, and they're like, "Oh, look at all these beautiful. Look at all these beautiful monkeys. Oh, they love when people are in bloom." And I just, I'm already wearing something very gauzy because it's hot where we are. And I just go sidle up to where the whole den are. And we just start talking. I mean, I'm talking. And then one thing leads to another. And I tell you what, wish you were here. Pat, it can't. What is that the postcard you'd send me? Wish you were here? Absolutely. But it would be like one of those ones from like Daytona. Yeah. Where it's all little bugs on a thing. Yeah. The weather is here. The weather is here. Wish you were beautiful. Yeah. Look, I which I think is a Jimmy Buffett song. And if it is, please forgive me for that forever. But I, I just got to say, Pat, let's say you have any springtime, you special springtime allergies, okay? Uh-huh. And, you, and you puff right the hell up, mm-hmm. okay? Yep. Why not go to a bar? Why not go to someplace where human people- There you go. Because that's, I mean, back? there was a time when that was not appreciated, but now you put on the right set of uh, denim jeans, you go into a bar and you say, they say, hey, look at look at that- back or i guess in your case look at that front front to front be very well appreciated or just put those bike shorts on there you go speak for itself pat that's true you know i gotta trust myself more because i'm thinking oh i don't i don't need to be rejected when i'm in my full allergies you know that's why i was thinking about the monkeys but you know what Mm -hmm. that's right i'm gonna take a page out of y'all's books and say you know what pat next time you puff up it's very hard to predict but you know you take yourself right to a bar and you sit on a stool backwards listen there you go if you're mm-hmm. puffed up and you're wearing those biker shorts people are going to start looking at you do you remember that twizzlers commercial that was just that hot mouth people are mm. going to see you puffed up and they're going to be like twizzlers holy smokes and they're going to they're going to they're going to approach you pat all right all right you know what the next time it happens i don't care what time of day or night it is i'm good taking myself out there's got to be a bar somewhere there's got to be well there's bars everywhere i yeah, just myself be. a night yeah yeah and then well, and then you can bring a pack of Twizzlers and they'd be oh. like, like almost like a like a, hey, here's this hot mouth. Wait a minute. You got the power of suggestion there. You're right. Subordinate advertising. There you yes. go. Yeah. And you know what? Pat, call me because I don't want you to go to those places alone. I just know. No, I, I would love support and friendship. Yeah. You know what? And Bets, if you would come to, I'd really appreciate it because I oh. with your anthropological mind, be you'd be honored. able to read what's it. Oh my God. That would be a really fun night out. Too. Could you honored. imagine if, if we get there, you're puffed up to the heavens. Okay. And then Bets comes in and she starts anthropomorphizing and you, then she's aware of what's happening. She, right. could, pick, she could pick up. I don't oh know. My I'm God. assuming. Oh my God. I could be shit. your referee. I could be your lucky, <gasps> lucky referee. Yes. And be like, tag in there. No, not you, pal. You're going to the showers, pal. It's him. Yes. That's a guy of character and strength. Yeah. Because you could really tell, you could tell that by looking at somebody. Right. right? And you could even, we could even be like, hey, you who pulled up in the Humvee, out of here. You are out of here. Yeah. It's, I, it's, yeah. And I got about five questions I'd like to ask somebody who's going to be, you know, 
Pat's potential partner. There you go. Well, I bet they will form a line and, and we can screen them just bang, bang, bang. <sighs> well, she sits there like a flower drawing in uh, uh, bees and things. Yeah. yeah it's, it's hard to sit during these phases, but yeah. Now, could you stand with one leg up? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that okay. feels, that go. would feel great. That one leg on a bar stool. Rest, the other leg yeah. One down. knee on the stool. Mm-hmm. And then there's no question what's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. Other right. than that, you Pierre's are really fucking lucky tonight. That's right. God, God. I, 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 getting back to that. I, I, I kind of hate that that's called that. It's off. It's a terrible name. It's got to be Canadian. No offense to my Canadian brothers and sisters, but that that's what it sounds. But yeah. And then Not there's French. No, are you think Quebecois? It's probably French. Yeah, you're right. It's probably French. But then where's the equivalent term for the ladies? And right. I, I got to be honest, I'm just going to say, I think the luckiest position of all is when there are three ladies there. There's no luckier. That's a jackpot. I mean, and, oh, and taste may vary. Hat trick. Your mileage might vary. There you go. It's yeah. also a song from, oh, no, it's not. Two ladies is a song from Cabaret. You know, I oh, just love Cabaret. See, you're back to the lucky Pierre. The culture pulls you back. The patriarchy oh, pulls you back. Yeah. Oh, because it's. Two ladies, my, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a lucky peer. Classically, he oh, is a lucky peer. Yeah, the MC, the MC. Okay, yeah, yeah, you yeah, go. yeah. Well, before we wander too far afield, <laughs> I'm glad we haven't wandered this far. No, no, this, no, this feels exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but do you know, Bets? I know we've talked about it before, but but let's chat about him. Take us to your happy place. Take us to your nieces, nephews, and nephews. I really hope they are not listening to this particular podcast. I doubt. Oh, they're not. No one how old are they? Yeah, they're not. Yeah, seven and eight, but um, oh, oh no, I got to no, I got to no. say, though, uh, so here's here's the situation is, as you know, I have great respect for people who have aunthood uh, thrust upon them through family relationships. My sisters, they don't have kids yet. Uh, my cousin, Ali, he's got two kids. He's got no siblings. And uh, and uh, I got to say, I met those kids when I they were uh, two and three. And I was like, oh, my God, those are young hellcats is what they are. Oh, sure. And I thought. It, it came to me again, a little revelation. I'm like, what they need is an aunt. So technically I am their first cousin once removed, but if you ask me, I'm their aunt. Oh, oh that's, yeah. You make the terms, Bets. Yeah. That's exactly right. Especially Who cares what when, the law says? Right. And especially go. when those other terms are so hard to understand. There you go. I don't get once removed. I don't get, I, I don't understand it. Yeah. Here's the thing. I will draw you a diagram and you think I won't, but I goddamn well will oh i, will I know you, you know, know you will you, you yeah, already never, draw you drew a few in your little book that day that. yeah, yeah right you would, the yeah we, it's uh you know yeah you would do that. family yeah. diagram mm-hmm. so also i'll show you the the crow system of cousin marriage but that's beside the point but uh and it, and that's by the way when you're talking about cousin marriage in primitive societies you're usually talking about second cousins it's not a big deal right? did crows come into the no, there's different there's different family systems and uh one of them uses cross cousin marriage that was sometimes used by the crow people, not actual winged crows. That was so sad what happened to that crow man. Yeah, he got shot. Yeah, making that one movie. Making boy. that movie and his dad died the same oh, way. Yeah. It's yeah, a shame. That's yeah. that's a tragic le- legacy here. Yeah. yeah. But I'm glad that they all have um, aunts and uncles then, that they're not so um, you know, uptight about it. A lot of aunts and uncles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Are we so, talking uh, about you, you or the crows? Me, I got Roscoe and Izzy are my effective nephew and niece. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I, sp- I don't know if you can tell, I spent a lot of time uh, growing up in Chicago. And uh, when, yeah, they named, when they named him Roscoe, I thought, 
what a joy if he should grow up to be a beautiful young gay man and then he could walk in there like he owns the place. Oh, yeah, because for, for those of you listening, if you're not familiar with Chicago, specifically gay Chicago, there's a great gay bar on Halstead called Roscoe's. Yeah, the best called Roscoe's. And uh, I thought, oh, I, I was going to tell him and then I'm like, no, let it be a wonderful surprise, regardless of how I grew And you know what? The kids today, they don't even they don't even get in those boxes anymore. Mm-hmm. So God bless them. And then yeah. Izzy is uh, their, their dream. She's uh, she plays soccer like you would not believe like uh, like she was five and you'd be like, OK, kick me the ball. I'll play goalie. And then you, you she gets her right in the bread basket and you think, oh, that kid, that kid's maybe going to go somewhere. Yeah. What's um, what, what's doing with bread on the soccer field? Oh, no, the bread, the solar plexus, the bread basket. Oh, oh, like Kansas. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm Italian. I just picture real bread baskets. Oh, so good. That's Doesn't beautiful it? that that's where your mind goes. Yeah, yeah. I bet it. You're, I bet out, it's, you're out there playing with her. Doing, yeah, doing uh, yeah. You see a kid who can kick a soccer ball like that. I mean, honestly, I can't keep up with her anymore, but I'm there to goalie if she wants to take shots. And then uh, Roscoe is less into sports, but he does like uh, any science where he can set something on fire or blow it up or put it in a drone. So I think they're both going to be okay, really. Well, maybe they got the science from you, Bet. Maybe they did, Bet. You know what? They did get... They did get a lot of educational toys for me because I'm going to I'm going to be honest. They were Hellcats when I first met him. And so I've been trying to channel them into. And you know what Izzy loves is is the Hot Wheels. And I feel that is where science and joy meet. At a Hot Wheel? Uh In a Hot Wheel, because you're rolling, you've got momentum, you got the tracks. But then really, it's about this is a cool little car. Oh, yeah, yeah. The sexy, sexy little cars. They are the surprisingly hot wheels. They really they are. are. Oh, yeah. My, now, my nephew is five. Uh, my little dreamboat, Vincent, he's five and he, oh. he loves Hot Wheels City. He goes, he goes bananas for Hot Wheels City. I bet he does. Yeah. Yeah. And I but guess this, a, what is this? The place? What is yeah, that? I mean, it, there's a cartoon called Hot Wheels City. It's like you can watch it on YouTube, um, but also it's a play set and it's like, there's a uh, an elevator and a big loop and all right. So that the elevator garage, yeah. That's how what what child could not love that? Yeah, yeah. I, I always wanted one of those. My boy cousins had those, and I didn't get to have them. See, that's not fair. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's it's a shame. Not Boy, yeah. that's not something you would do, Bets. Because I love you saying you getting the kids educational toys and doing yeah. all that when they were growing up. That's terrific. You know, I got kind of bullied by Carolyn into getting the kids either cash that somehow you know I don't know where that cash is going. But, oh. but yeah, or getting them, you know, like, oh, they're dying for this, Bobby, or whatever the thing is. Now, I'm happy to get the kids. I want to get the kids things that they like, but it would be nice if I'd gotten, gotten the freedom to get them something that's, oh, I wasn't even allowed a Rubik's Cube. She said, don't do that to the kids. Not don't, even a Rubik's don't, Cube. Don't defeat them like that was what I was told. <gasps> oh, you know? crying out loud. If they can't do the Rubik's Cube, they can learn to take the little color spots off. That's right. That's well, that's right. what I thought they would have done because I'm going to be honest with you. And we love everybody. Everybody's terrific. They would have. She's right. They wouldn't have figured it out. But it would. they would have just said, okay, not my strong suit. Mm-hmm. There you go. You know, but, yeah. this is what this is something very important. If you're listening to this, please know that I am not a parent, but I'm a phenomenal aunt. Right. That, that is 100% true right there. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you so much. Because you know what? To me. I love my niece and nephew. They're not going to look up Shoney's for me. They're not. Right. Oh. Right. Maybe well, one day, but currently, no. It takes exceptional so little. Yeah. So they are small. Yeah. 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 Josie. Yeah. Josie's on it. You know, she texts me right back. But that's, uh, that's but amazing. You're not, that's why you're not supposed to tell kids you're so smart. You're so smart. You're so quick. You're so you're great. Right. You're supposed you're to right. tell them. <laughs> 
you worked hard. Oh, look at how you figured that out. That's mm-hmm. pressure. That is pressure right yes. there. I think that is why I went into 10 key data entry because I was, you know, they're phrased like, oh, you're good with numbers. And you think, well, if I'm inherently good with numbers, what, what, what if I'm not one day? But when you say you worked hard and you learned, that's when you get uh, brain plasticity is what you get. You can grow into things. Oh, that's what that's called? That's what I think. When your brain adapts to what you want to do and you practice. But if you think it's all inherent talent rather than, hey, I learned this skill, you want the plasticity. That's what I would take. Yeah. Big time. I got to say, you know, my inherent talent is being an ant and I still work hard at it every day. I can tell just from just from the time I've known you and you were an amazing ant then, but you have grown and progressed as an ant in ways that I could not have predicted, frankly, like I didn't even you opened up zones of anting that I was like, whoa, that I didn't even know you could do. You know, it's a very fine line. You have to you have to be willing to go from. Do you want to talk about what upset you to, okay, if you need me to, I will buy you condoms. And it's not necessarily the thing that you want to do, it's but it's, not. The thing, it's the thing you, you have to do. A part of me wants to move it to Arizona because I cannot wait to pick up those kids when they are drunk at a party in high school and afraid to call their dad. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Oh, you know, when my, when my sisters first got pregnant, I, I, I said to them uh, both, I can't wait until the day your child threatens to run away to my house. There you go. I bet it's happened 11 times already. At, at yeah. least it has happened yeah. several times. Yeah. 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 Which is the dream. And, and you should video chat them every time and just go, uh-huh. And hang up. That's yep. right. Well, this has been just, I mean, what I knew it was going to be like when we met you that day and you were so fastidious with your little notebook and I learned, like, again, I learned so much from you. And I don't know that I want to know these things, but then I'm like, I did kind of want to know them. Yep. That's how she gets you. That's how you get us, Bets, because we're like, what? And then we're like, wow. Really? It's it's one to think on. They're all thinkers. Then I go home and I can't sleep and I'm thinking about, you know, the gaping. You described something as gaping one time and I thought, that's all I'm going to think about all night. Uh huh. It's it's tricky because you moving. do you do have a way with words, Bets. Yeah. So when you say things like that, then you, everybody's like, yeah, you know that your eyes get like saucers, and you're like, what the hell? Now I got to yeah. think about that forever. It's it's not the first time I have delivered a piece of information, and someone says I didn't really want to know that. But but what I like about you two, other than your perfectly balanced, beautiful friendship, Thank is you. that you come back and you know what you say. They didn't want to know it at the time. But hey, three weeks later, I found the value. That's exactly right. And that's and a beautiful open thought that you guys have, oh, ladies have. You. And isn't that, isn't that something special that you just said, which is, I didn't know I needed it at the time, but I found the value, which keeps bringing us back to things like, don't, don't say gay. I'm sorry to make this so straightforward, but th- listen, if you're in a place right now and, and you don't know why it's important, hopefully someday you find the value. But there the thing go. is, the thing we love about you, Bets, is that y- you always are willing to help people find the value. And let me tell you, those bonobos say gay in as many ways as you could say it. And they are the happiest animals on the planet. So what conclusion can you draw? That those bonobos, they're DTF, those bonobos. They Josie are. T- Josie taught me that. And, and UTF and sideways TF, they are every way. But yes, you kids, you. even without effing, you, you say it, even if you can't say it out loud, you say it in little ways. You say it in little subtle ways your whole life. And I promise you, 
you turn 18, you get the fuck out of that town. It's going to get so much better. Your life is just going to blossom much like uh, Aunt Pat. Yeah. Yeah. (gasps) Mm -hmm. Your life's going to puff right up. Just puff right up and be, and it's, it's going to puff up in ways that you can't ignore. And you're going to say, my God, I'm so glad. Yeah. Isn't that something? That's a beautiful message. Truly. Uh, I knew it would, I knew it would lead to something really gorgeous. It starts with science and it ends with something just like poetry. Yeah, of course. We learned something so poignant and and, and imperfect, you know, from bets. Of course we did. But speaking of poetry. Oh, I think I know what. Mm -hmm. Is it you this week, right? Yeah. This is the mantra from Carol Doyle, the patron saint and poet laureate of this podcast. And this week's mantra is, when in doubt, cash that check from your aunt, but call her first. Okay. I have to say that one makes the most sense out of any that we've had in quite some time. That it's is linear. Yeah. yeah. It's practicality infused with gratitude and that yeah. what's more beautiful than that. And I like the optimism of you sitting on a check. Uh-huh. There you go. You might not be having your best day. You might not feel unsure of yourself, but I bet you got a check from your aunt waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know what I just thought of Pat is, did you see how quickly and easily Bets kind of distilled the message that we got from that mantra. Like we could really take a page from your book because yeah. we uh, sit and we scratch our heads about some real, of these. I go real sideways on these real fast because uh-huh. I get nervous because initially I'm like, what? And then I get yeah. nervous that I'll never figure it out. And then we, yeah. we, we come at it from a lot of different angles, but man, you do have a, a center about you. That's very soothing where you're like, well, we're going to talk at, you know, what? it's the science part. And boy, could we yeah. embrace science more these days or what? I got to say it's science and it, it's the freedom of perimenopause that has uh, come oh, upon me. That's, God. that's what um, brought, you know, the, uh, the practicality was always there. We brought out the, the poetry of the gratitude was the perimenopause. Well, well, let me ask you one quick question, because I know we're we're just getting ready to kind of cut and run here, but I understand, but I got to ask, are you worried that this kind of self-assuredness and this like ability to tap into your true power, are you worried that's going to go away once actual menopause completes itself? I mean, you know, that's only the thing I can find uh, at the end of this journey. I I got, I got distracted at one point. I was going to say, so I was, uh, I was at the zoo one day. Mm-hmm. And a, a kind of gibbon called a siamang, which is like a gibbon, but it looks like it has a, a jug band jug under its neck. Uh, okay. and, and they go whoop, 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 like that, like a little jug band. But uh, she was looking at me and then she turned around and she pressed her haunches to the cage Ooh. at me. She Ooh. was putting them on the glass for you? She was putting uh. them on the glass for me, which is given for, I would like to become very close friends with you at a minimum. <sighs> and I thought, what does this Gibbon know about me that I don't know? And I got to say, she knew a couple of things. So Ugh. if that's where perimenopause has taken me, I can only imagine the heights that menopause itself will lead to. I love that. That's how I feel about the um, Donobos. There yeah. you go. They can lead you. They, they're like, wait a minute. There's, there's wisdom in that ape. They yeah. know something. They so, know. Uh, if, if that kind of a beautiful discovery happened at, at this stage, I got to I got to think only more freedom and more discovery down the road with fewer consequences, because I don't need that shipboard jug full of condoms. Wow. There you go. That just brought back so many things. Everything came full circle. It was so it was, I don't think we're allowed to say masterful anymore. What's a word that we could say instead of that? Mis- mistressful seems. Mis- oh, mistressful. But that seems like 
dominatrix. You can't have that affair anymore, Mistress Full. That's not quite. Oh, yeah, she's done. She's, she's done. done. She's full. She's full. Well, anyways, we better get out of here. We'll huh? work. All right. I can't tell you what it's. I can tell you what a pleasure it is because it's always a pleasure when I get to talk to you, ladies. But uh, it has been a true pleasure getting to uh, talk to you and an honor, really. Oh, no, that's us. Same. Yeah, right back that's at us. You, Bets. Oh, my God. We love you so much. We're so grateful you did this, Bets. Thank you so much. So uh, grateful for you to have me. It's been a truly wonderful just to have this time to talk to you, let alone to have other people hear the amazing and profound thoughts we have had today. Yeah. Uh, only about 15. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry. Oh, you, that's good. Pat, what do we say? It's been a thin slice. It has been a thin slice. Thank you so much. Love you, Bets. Love you, Pat. Love oh. you, Mags and Pats. Such a good you, time. Pats. Love you, Mags. All right. Thank you for listening to Those Who Ant, a Baby Makers podcast, starring Colleen Doyle as your Aunt Pat and Dana Curcioli as your Auntie Mags. The hilarious Auntie Betts was played by Allie Davis. Allie is a writer and performer in Los Angeles, and she'd like you to know that she really did have a female Siamang hit on her one time, but that she didn't follow through with it. We'll see. You can follow Allie on Twitter at Allie underscore Davis, and you should. She's hilarious. In the meantime, please, everybody, say gay as much as you want, stay safe, wear a mask, and for God's sakes, call your aunt.